0: Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. All right. Hey, this is Amy Twiggs, and today we are going to have a super awesome, amazing former baseball player, which when you have a sport in you, it never leaves. So in my mind, you're still a baseball player. But it's Miles Mensah, and he is gonna tell us all about him. But he has a podcast right now, which I think is beautiful for student athletes. And you guys, this is huge. I, mean, I was so grateful to have connected with Miles to be able to have somebody who focuses on this one aspect. It can be difficult to be a student athlete, especially today. But Miles, um, like I said, has a podcast for student athletes. It's called The Student Athlete Combo. And he just graduated from Hofstra University. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. He was a baseball player there and um, I'm excited to get to know him. I actually don't know him very well. So I'm excited to hear some stories here about his uh, accolades, what's going on for him and what he's doing to help the athletes in our community and around the nation today. So Miles, I'm going to let you take it over tell us a little more about you. I just had, you know, the bare bones there. So tell us what else is going on. You were third base position. Yes. Right? Okay. Tell us what else is going on. Awesome.
1: You. Um, thank you so much for bringing me on the podcast yeah. Amy, I love I love your podcast. It's awesome. I think it's a big help to everyone in the sports community. Yeah, I have a podcast. Um, the name is Student Athlete Combo. And basically, it's, it's a resource to help high school kids, aspiring college athletes, but also current athletes um, get the information and the advice they need from current or former athletes, maybe professional athletes that were college athletes about how to be successful in the classroom, cause that can be a very demanding schedule and then balance your time correctly. So uh, you're doing what you need to do in the classroom and then you're also excelling in your sport. Um, so we we host interviews with current athletes, um, former athletes, professional athletes who were college athletes, of course. We give experiences, stories. Um, we kind of have connections, you know, everyone was a student athlete It might've been in the Southeast, northeast, west, midwest, whatever, but we all have common connections and and similarities that we that we went through when we were college athletes and I think it's a good thing for us to keep that connection and pay it forward to the student athletes, the the high school athletes who want to play um, in the future so they're not going in with a blind eye because when I went in I thought I knew everything and very quickly I realized that there were a lot of things that I needed to learn and there were a lot of things that I needed to get acclimated to before I was able to be comfortable, per se. Mm,
0: I love it. I think it's really interesting. I actually just talked to an athlete who decided not to go on to collegiate athletes because she um, she thought she wouldn't be able to manage her time. So when you said a lot of us athletes, we do learn how to manage our time differently. And the idea of taking what we've done in high school and then... Going into the college realm in our head, we want to think that the college is going to be so much more time consuming, that there's no way we can play sports and do academics in a way that is successful at both. And yet, I don't find that to be true. However, I mean, everybody gets to believe what they want. But tell me some of the stories or some of the things you found as far as time management, because there's definitely research done for um, the abilities for student athletes to be able to succeed in college. And that was one of her biggest fears. She just decided to quit sports because she didn't want to fail in school, in college. It's too much is, is her fear, right? Tell us about that a little bit.
1: Well, um, first I'm gonna say if, if I did it, anybody could have done it. But um, to tell you the truth, well, when, when you're a student athlete, you have a lot of resources available to you. Um, yeah, it is, it, it is a demanding schedule, but it's not impossible. I mean, er, there are a lot of people doing it. For example, um, you know you're gonna have classes, you're gonna have lifts, you're gonna have practices. You might be in your season, but there are tutors available. Um, you you have your teammates. There is you know library resources. I think the main thing that you have to know when you're going in to be a student athlete, say you're gonna be a freshman, is you don't you like you don't have to do it alone. Um, when I was a freshman, I was struggling with my classes because. A lot of my professors were, they weren't hands-on. In high school, professors or teachers were, you know, they were on you saying, you know, did you do your homework? Do you need help with this? Do you need help with that? Um, A lot of professors in college, whether it doesn't really matter what school you go to, but they will, you know, they'll have a PowerPoint open or they'll have a whiteboard, you know, blackboard, and they'll just teach you. They won't even ask you questions like, do you understand? They won't have enough time or they might not care to see how you're doing in the class. And that goes... To show that resources like tutoring and um going to the library using your teammates or other student athletes as resources to help you study and things like that would really help you out um you have academic advisors academic counselors as a student athlete that will make sure that you're getting the resources and the help that you need and they'll also if you need more help they're going to reach out to your to your coaches and say hey you know this athlete um is struggling right now or this athlete is it came to me and saying saying that they need some more time or they need this they need that and they're going to help you out because at the end of the day you're going to you know, that university for the education first and athletics comes second so they're going to make sure that you're doing what you need to do and you're comfortable um, to get good grades because if you don't have good grades you're not going to be able to play and it causes stress um, mental health a lot of things go into that when you're not um, I would say comfortable with what's mm-hmm. going on but you are able to manage the time and from transitioning from high school to college is a little different because depending on what high school programs you come from, um, the the schedule might not be as demanding and um, everything doesn't add up like like it did in high school. You know, you probably didn't have as much homework. I mean, you can't speak that for everyone, but you probably didn't have much homework and things like that. So um, I would say that the most important thing for kids going in, to college as student athletes is using your resources.
0: I 100% agree. And I I just, um, personally, I just wanna throw this out there Um, with the idea that it would be harder to go to college and play sports and be successful at sports and be successful as an academic. Just like Miles says, the academics is number one. If you don't do in academics, you won't be playing for them anyway. So they are gonna take care of you in that way. And the resources for sure. um, And you don't have to do it alone. I love that you mentioned that. One of the other things that I found is when I went to college, I had this idea I was gonna do pre-med. I was for sure gonna do something that was uh, medical field, right? Once I started, I realized, whoa, this is a lot more than I thought. So I chose a different, a different career, a different major. Now I look back now, and the thing that's interesting that my brain offered me was it's too much. But the truth is, like you said, there are more resources when you are a student athlete than if you're just a student at the school. They want you to succeed and you will have everything you need to succeed. So if you have a dream of doing something, don't downplay your future career because sports does end, right? But um, for me, I look back going, whoa, I believe that it was too much when in fact, actually, that would have been, been the very best time to have gone for all my academic dreams. Don't downplay the fact that you have those resources to help you succeed in both areas because they do. They really do. When you're traveling, they're going to be helping you on the road. They're going to be helping you with everything, right, Miles? Yeah. So. I think, it's in, I think a lot of athletes do try to find the easiest route when they get to college just to make it through, which I, I would encourage you to consider the fact that there's no easier time to get where you want to go in the academic world than with all the resources that Miles is talking about. you have any thoughts about that, Miles?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny, you said that you went into college pre-med and then you ended up um, doing something else. I was a similar, um, so I got my bachelor's in public relations um and that's in the communications school at my school but sometimes it would be in business i to to tell you the truth this is a whole nother topic but i went into college i didn't know what i wanted to do i thought business was the most broad um you know broad study that you can do so i was like i want to go into business i was undecided business and i started taking business classes and i hated it it (laughs) it was hard for me too and that's when I, i used math tutors I used business tutors, which it was kind of like hand in hand, but I hated it. And it was hard for me. Um, Sophomore year came around and I was like, listen, I'm not doing this. And my parents were upset with me, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's what you want to study. Uh, I took some classes in communications, like, you know, media, um, digital storytelling, journalism, public relations. And I figured out that's how my brain functioned. I was more of a communications guy using, um, using technology and, um, using what I was good at, which was creating relationships, networking, talking to people um, and things along that line. And also for me, like numbers, just numbers in my head don't match up. It's like a jungle. It's just like going crazy. So that was really hard for me. But when I was taking business classes in the beginning, um, I had to use tutors. I had a math tutor or I had a math teacher, excuse me. I had a math teacher my freshman year, first semester. He wouldn't talk to anyone. He would just put like equations on the board and then he would just look back and say does everyone understand and everyone's looking at each other like what is going on um (laughs) that was the most stressful semester let alone I had a, a very bad injury um and it was hard for for me to you know balance those things but I had to go to my math tutor you know probably three times a week and they would help me with my homework help me study for tests study guides and everything but it's funny that you said that you went into school thinking you're going to do pre-med and then you did something else. And I think a lot of, not even athletes, but just a lot of students go in doing that. And I was the same way.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and my, my thing about my, the story, I love that you said you thought you would do this, but you found that that's not your passion. You found that your passion was in something else that you didn't even know was your passion until you started researching and finding new things. And the fact that you were using resources. Why do you think athletes don't use as many resources as they have available to them?
1: Um, there are a couple of things. I think that athletes, I really, this is bad to say, but I really think that athletes want to do what other athletes are doing. With that being said, I, I, from my experience, I know a lot of my teammates went into business and that was normal. So, you know, miles goes into his freshman year, three of his roommates are studying business. Okay. I'm going to try business. Right. Yeah. Um, I also think a lot of the, you know, the, the fact is that a lot of athletes are more um, worried, not worried, but they 're more like focused on their sport mm-hmm. a lot of times with with like with the sport that they 're playing if it 's a professional sport they 're going to this university if it's if it 's a division one, even Division two, division three NAI or whatever they 're going to that university to try to play professional sports. Um, their dream is to be a professional athletes, so um, like the fact of the matter is that their number one priority is to excel at their sport, so they 're using if they have like athletic money, academic money, they're they're using um, like academics in that school to try to get to their dream, which is a professional athlete. So sometimes like academics is on the back burner. But I've seen with like my own eyes that you know some people when they go in their freshman year, sophomore year, wanting to be a professional athlete. They realize that that's not going to happen because it's not very common. And then um, they have to you know catch up on school their junior and senior year, and it's hard for them to catch up and. They they're taking a major that they already got all the credits for in the core classes for and they don't even want to do that they kind of because they didn't really care about it in the beginning they cared about being a pro athlete and then they realized that oh I might have to get a job in a year and a half, Mm -hmm. Um, let me figure out what's going on with myself and that sometimes it might be might be too late.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and I wonder about the idea of it being too late because, I mean, hopefully we're all lifelong learners, right? Like you can go back to school when you're 50 and get a degree in whatever you want. But the beautiful thing about being, the idea of being too late in our mind is you could have used the resources earlier when, you know, and who knows? You could still go pro and find a passion in school like you did. You found that you love communication. But I think a lot of athletes go in hoping to bank on, in, depending on the sport, bank on the sport to carry them through instead of banking on the idea that you've just been given an opportunity to learn at a school that's gonna help you find what you're great at. Like you said, math, to me, I remember going to my professor in English, I remember crying to him going, I don't think I know how to write a paper. I don't think I can do this. And then I go to the math class, I I like math. Math doesn't feel like a jungle to my head, but English, (laughs) writing. I mean, it's funny that I've written a book because I look at it going, I I don't know what to do there. But I do remember feeling very stressed about those kind of things but finding a passion that I did love that worked well for me I I think number one I would suggest don't find um, don't find a a major just to get through the major like you're saying don't bank on the athletics because even if you do go pro you're gonna feel a sense of satisfaction knowing that you have a great foundational education and I think what you're saying as far as time management athletes do as far as um, percentages go um, graduate. There's a huge per- percentage of student athletes that graduate because we have the resources because we have coaches saying, hey, what's going? It's not the parents calling us saying what's wrong with your grades. It's the coaches saying, hey, what's going on. You have your backup all the time saying, hey, what happened to this class. Let's go get you some help. So it's pretty amazing. And if you take advantage of the opportunity as a student athlete, you do want your athletics to succeed. But in the end, everybody stops sports sometime. And what's hard, Miles, tell me what you think about this, is when everybody hopes that the, that the sport ends when they want it to end, but does sports ever really end when we want it to end? Like do we, it, whether it's an injury, whether we've graduated from college, whether we go on to pro, even the pros have a hard time separating themselves from the sport at any time. We kind of, we kind of wish we were still an athlete forever. And sometimes you gotta figure out how to separate yourself. So I think that education is a huge, huge, um, a huge way when you're a student athlete to to learn how to identify yourself in an area outside of just sports.
1: Sports don't end when you want it to end. Um, <laughs> like you said injuries just like the talent drop off anything anything can happen and um, you know getting the opportunity to study at a university while you're playing your sport is like one of the best opportunities you could probably ever have in your life. It's probably one of the like the most important years of your life. I'll give an example like for, I was a baseball player, so I'll give a baseball example. There are plenty of professional baseball players who played, right? Um, and they studied, they, they went to college, and then say they studied communications. Once they were done playing, they got in, you know, the media field, the broadcasting field, journalism field, like things that they were interested in outside of sports, but they were able to connect their education and then their love for whatever sport uh, they played, they were able to connect that and have a career after playing the game. Um, there are so many avenues that you can go with, like after the game, even through the game, there are so many or the sport, whatever sport you're playing. There are so many avenues that, uh, academics having education can lead you to Mm -hmm. as an athlete.
0: Yeah. It opens doors and you're hoping that just sports will open doors, but having that foundation of a good education really opens doors. So tell us something about as far as time management, what is something that you offer when you're talking to student athletes that help them with their time management skills?
1: Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think number one thing is, um, having like an agenda, having, you know, what's funny is at Hofstra, when we go in every single year, they give you like a, they give you agenda. They give you like a planner, but obviously have a planner, um, because there's going to be, you're going to take five classes. You're going to have lift. You're going to have to perform. So you're going to have to write things down. Um, and then also like you, you have homework, you have assignments, you have to study once you have a, um, Like a schedule throughout the day, say you have workouts in the morning and then class and then, you know, um, practice in the evening or practice in the afternoon or something like that. Once you get like a full schedule and you understand when your free time is, utilize that schedule to set all your times in where you're busy and then the offset times where you might have some free time, get that homework in. Maybe it might be after dinner. Maybe it might be between Uh, class and practice. Maybe you have to work out at six o'clock in the morning and then your class is until 10. You can use three hours, two and a half hours to do your homework. So in terms of time management, um, obviously your schedule is going to be uh, class and practice or working out, but you should find time to do your homework, study, do projects, do all those things and use that as part of your schedule. Your schedule shouldn't just be, oh, I have class and I have practice. Make sure you set a, a block time for homework or studying and that'll make it easier for you to go along and and keep your schedule the same and you won't have to you know cram in this or cram in that and have to be worried
0: yeah yeah so a couple of things with that i find that i think if we were to write down exactly what we did in a day including um schedule with a with workout and, and school. It's amazing how much time in between, like you're saying, put a little time in between there because if you schedule that time, um, I think that's one of the things that, that student athletes do who are successful at both athletics and, and academics is they have learned how to manage because when do you find free time for fun? I mean, is it just academics and, and workouts or how did you have some fun there too? When did you fit that in, Miles?
1: Um, well, to tell you the truth, uh, I would, I would probably, I remember my senior year, at least I would do my homework like before practice when I had time or even in the morning, sometimes I didn't have class senior year. I had the perks of uh, not having as many credits, but I made sure that I would have all the assignments and, and work that I needed done. And then I would, you know, go out to you with my friends or do this and do that. So I made sure that I got all the work and all the necessities done before I would have fun. And um, I think that was really good because One, it gave me an incentive Mm -hmm. and two, I didn't have to worry about it. And I've always been worried about um, school and getting good grades because that's just the type of person I was. So Mm -hmm. I think I set up a good foundation of, okay, if I want to have fun with my my friends, if I want to do this, I want to do that. I want to make sure I get all my work done. Even if I had to study for a test, I would make sure I studied, you know, for an hour or something um, before the day before. And then I would go out to with my friends or go do this or go do that.
0: So you found that you did have time to enjoy school and enjoy friends see that's the thing that's amazing is i really think that some sometimes like this athlete i was telling you just from a couple days ago saying i don't think i'm going to do athletics in college because i want to have some time to focus on school and some time to be just me which is beautiful there's nothing wrong with that but there is also the opportunity to be a student athlete and a human being. <laughs> like you can have fun in between there. There is a way to manage your time such that if you do the things like they say eat the frog first, if you do the studying first that you don't want to do because your brain doesn't want you to go do stuff that's hard. They want to go play. Most of us don't want to sit and study for a, a research project or a test before we go hang out. But like you said, the type of person you are is, hey, it's going to be worth it to not be stressed on the back end, just to get it done up front and then go hang out. So I think it's beautiful for you to be able to help everybody understand that those who are in high school debating, will I be able to manage it? <laughs> like you said at the beginning, if I can do it, you can do it. That's kind of how I feel too. If, if, and the beautiful thing is there is no, to me, there is no better system set up in the college than for the student athlete. If, if you wanted to know how to be successful in college and you have the opportunity of being a student athlete, I, I'm sure you would agree with me, Miles. that that is the best way to be successful as a student in college is that opportunity. What do you think?
1: I absolutely agree with you, and on top of that it's very satisfying um, <laughs> yeah. it's very it's all satisfying it's it's a very you know it's the best time of your life it's very enjoyable you create the best relationships you are able to have a lot of fun um you know in your sport with your teammates um and then also you know off off time with you know whatever you're doing in your mm-hmm. free time you have the weekends you have a lot of time to enjoy yourself you mm-hmm. just have to um make sure your time management is is on point. So you're not, you're not stressed about those types of things. But when, when I talk about it, um, it's, it's very easily done. A lot of people do it. I just think it's, it's very important for at least athletes to get that early in their career freshman year, start a routine. That routine is going to take you throughout your four years or five years, however long you're there. And you're going to have a lot of fun um, in your sport and, and out of your sport as well.
0: I love that you you said that start it young start it at the beginning your brain's going to want to go play and discover all these things but just start your schedule at the beginning of your freshman year it's the easiest way to get onto a routine and structure and the other thing that you pointed out is a lot of the fun is doing your sport a lot instead of just finding fun outside of your sport that is fun you get connections immediately you get a you get a group immediately that's supporting you and you get a, a, something that a lot of just uh, students don't get you have an immediate support group, you have, you get to go travel, you get to go have fun. And maybe your fun, instead of your fun going out to dinner, after everything's done on the weekend, maybe your fun is during practice. Not that you're going to goof off during practice, but the satisfaction that you get from bringing a team together and supporting each other and doing something big, like huge goals together. That's very satisfying. That's very fun. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. To tell you the truth. um, But like, this might sound a little cliche, but the things I'm going to remember forever and the memories I'm going to have is just like the relationships um, that I created with my teammates, my roommates, traveling, you know, plane trips, going across the country, um, experiencing different things and just creating like really strong relationships with my roommates and my teammates and, you know, all the funny joke around things that went on and obviously playing and, and winning, but just you mean, you're with you're with these athletes you're with their teammates like every I, I would say like 20 out of 24 hours a day you're with them all the time and they're your roommates too for the most part and yeah. I think that's that's the most fun is just creating the relationships and you're with your friends you know nonstop. that's the best
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it I love it all I love that you advocate for it because I really think there's a lot of high school especially right now with all the, the pandemic and things going on. I'm sure a lot of athletes have, have kind of, at least I've talked to quite a few who kind of took a break these last few months thinking that they may not be able to compete. They may not be able to play. They may not have that scholarship. They don't know what a lot of the programs are shutting down, you know? And, and I guess um, as far as time management, as far as hope, as far as student athlete going forward, what kind of uh, suggestions would you, would you give to those out there who are in high school debating and thinking it might just not be worth it because of everything that's going on? Is it worth still pursuing?
1: Absolutely. Um, it's 100% worth it. I understand, you know, these times the last couple months have been really hard um, for kids looking to to get exposure to college uh, teams and college programs. I understand it's, it's, it's been a really hard situation for everyone in the world, but it is absolutely worth it. If, if you love the sport that you're playing um, and you love being an athlete, being a college athlete will be the best four years of your life. It is awesome. You get to compete at the highest level. You get an education. You create the best relationships. Um, It is very, very um, gratifying. And I I couldn't advocate enough for it. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. If you're debating, just go. You can always not play later. But if you're in high school and you're debating, you guys, we're going to advocate. I'm going to advocate with Miles. If you're a high school student right now thinking it's not worth it, nothing's going to work out, you know, might not. If you can even walk on, I'm just telling you, I believe that if even you have the opportunity to walk on, walk on try it for a semester, try it for a year. And then from there, decide what you wanna do. But there's just too many advantages and too much reward to not give it a try if you're at that position in your life. Miles, tell me one of your favorite moments um, playing third base uh, position. Tell me one of your favorite, I don't know, games, um, opportunities that you've had. Do you have a, a story you can share with us that kind of envelopes what we're talking about as far as how awesome it can be to be on a team in college?
1: Well, absolutely. Um, first, I'm gonna say, you, you know, you said, you can walk on, just go on and try. If you love it, you can see what happens. I was a, um, a preferred walk-on. So I did not receive an athletic scholarship. Um, so basically I had a roster spot, but um, all the scholarship money that I was given was academic. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I knew that going in, in terms of the schools that I, were, that I, was, cho- that I was choosing were um, more academic based. I wanted to go to like a, a good academic school. So I was not, per se worried about the athletic scholarship. That was kind of like the icing on the cake. But academics for me um was where I wanted to put my put my eggs in that basket. Um so I, I was a preferred walk-on. I was a walk on. So and I loved it. You know, I, I had to work I had to work really hard because they tend to um a lot of schools tend to value athletic um kids with athletic money a little more, but um that's a different story. I have a lot of stories, a lot of memories to tell you. Like on the baseball field, we traveled everywhere. We have been in my four years. We have been to um, California, New Mexico, Nevada, uh, Louisiana, Texas, Alabama. I couldn't tell you Florida. We went to the Dominican Republic. Okay, yep, yeah, that's my, no, that's my best story. We went to the Dominican Republic my sophomore year, 2018. We went February in February for a week before our season. And in the Dominican Republic, um, baseball is like everything there. They have academies. They have Major League academies where they recruit kids at the age of like ten, and they bring them in and and um, they 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 train to try to get a contract to go play in the United States in the MLB. So we played against kids who probably from the age of fourteen to like nineteen, um, and these kids were the most talented kids we could ever play at a young age. It was awesome to see how much they really cared about the game and the way they carried themselves. Along with that, um, we were able to stay on a resort on the Caribbean Sea, um, in a resort on the Caribbean Sea. So mm-hmm. we stayed in like a very nice hotel. It was all you can eat buffets. <laughs> um, the water was blue, you know, it looked like it was clear. Okay. Um, it was awesome. We were just, so we would play in the morning and then we would lounge on the beach in the afternoon. And like, notice I'm saying, my best memories aren't oh one game I hit two home runs and I did this no my best memories are being just being with my team and relaxing and the memories and the experiences that we got to have and um, usually you know when you're an athlete you don't have time to travel but a lot of times you're gonna you're gonna travel like while being an athlete and that trip to the Dominican Republic for a week was awesome and I will always remember it.
0: Uh, it's one of those, just like you saying, and like I'm saying, you guys, you, those of you out there who are kind of on the verge of, Ooh, I'm not quite good enough. That may or may not be true. You don't know until you try. And those of you who are like, Ooh, I'm not going to be able to manage my time. That may or may not be true. So in my, my voice, what I would advocate is go give it a try. You can always quit later if you want to. And I don't like the word quit. You can always change paths later if you want to, but and then don't sell yourself short when you're in the school. Don't imagine that you should take the cheapest or, or easiest route in college just to get through so you can do your, your sports. Take the hardest classes, take the ones that are gonna require tutors, take the path that you really, really want because you have more opportunities during the, those four to five years than to me you will ever have in your lifetime because there's more people rooting for you, more people wanting you to succeed, more people making sure that you do develop your academic skills, your mind, in a way that, um, that I never had anyplace else. So I love what you're doing, Miles. I, um, I would just say, hey, is there anything else that you can leave everybody, everybody with as far as student athletes who may be struggling to decide if they even wanna keep going or those who are trying to get in or those who are in, what they can use their skills right now for, because another thing is connections and, and you know, the more you're grateful to me. A lot of gratitude goes a long way at this point when you're a student athlete, the more people you appreciate around you. But tell us what else you have as far as any tips that you can leave these student athletes that may help them.
1: Okay, uh, I'll say two things. Okay. First, I'm gonna say, um, if you're a high school kid and and you have dreams of playing in college and you you might be discouraged with what's going on, um, I would, like we said earlier, it is so gratifying to be a student athlete. You get to play at a very high level. You get your education, you'll meet your best friends. So keep at it, keep working hard. Everything's gonna work out there. You have a plan, your life has a plan and everything will work out. Mm -hmm. Another thing I'm gonna say is um, from experience, you love love the sport you're playing. Um, You are very invested in athletics and you work really hard. You you train really hard, and sometimes it might feel like it's more than a game. Like, it, sometimes you might be performing, you might be um, playing a game, and it might feel like this is life or death. You might feel um, if you don't perform, you know, the the world's gonna come crashing down on you. Mm-hmm. That is not true. I was I was the same person. I worked so hard in baseball. I wanted to be the best baseball player ever. Um, I'm not a professional baseball player, but that's okay. What I'm saying is um, remember at the end of the day that you were playing a game for fun that you love. And you've played this game since you were a child because you found enjoyment in it. And um, you're, when you're on the field, when you're on the court, when you're in the arena doing whatever sport you're playing, um, you always have a, you had a smile on your face as a kid. You had so many great memories as a kid. Um, it might get harder as, as you get older. But remember, you're still playing a game. You're pretty mo- you could be 22 years old. You're still a kid playing a game and you need to realize that um it's no different than when you then when you were playing or performing when you were eight or nine years old you're doing it for fun to enjoy yourself and bring that same mindset into high school or college and just remember that it is it is a game and you're in you're doing it for enjoyment and sometimes it might feel like it's too much it might feel over, overwhelming but it, it's not i think it's i call that like looking um looking into perspective, you know, looking at the bigger picture. I had trouble with that in college. Um, and that brought into a lot of mental and 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 just like I I I struggled a lot with that. And um looking back, I wish I had realized that I'm really just playing a game and I'm in, you know, the best situation I could be being a division one college athlete um, with so many opportunities. I wish I had just looked and tried to enjoy myself more.
0: Yeah, Miles, I love it. I appreciate that. And when you say, look at it like it was a game. Now that you've graduated, and you've experienced the life of a baseball player for so many years, and now you're, like you said, pay it forward. I love that you said that earlier. Now you're at the point where you can pay that forward and those ideas of, hey, just keep loving it. Don't find reasons to hate it just to get out of it. Just love it. Love it even when you are done with it, so you can continue to pay it forward, just like you're doing. And I sure appreciate the work that you're doing to help student athletes have that fire, have that excitement, remember why they're even doing this. Right. And I really appreciate it. Miles, tell us where people can uh, find you. If they want to hear your podcast, you have so much, so much great information. Tell us where they can uh, reach out to you if they want to. Cool.
1: Thank you. Well, well my podcast is available on all listening platforms, student athlete combo. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore S a combo underscore. And I have a YouTube channel as well student athlete combo. Um, So that's where all my content is. If you follow me on um, social media, you'll be able to see, you know, my recent uh, episodes, my YouTube videos. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much where, where you can find me. And like I said, my podcast is available on all listening platforms.
0: Miles, thank you. And thank you for your time. And thank you for what you're doing for all these athletes. I sure appreciate you helping them out and you guys get out there and enjoy being a student athlete. There's so much to love about it. So thanks, Miles.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for bringing me on. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would
0: love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at AthletesMindsetAcademy.com. Let's do this.